BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, the ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, and of course, the Queen of Soft Style, Miranda Morales, here again with all of you for another episode, another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show, which is a proud part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I am being joined, as always, by my co-host, the kingpin of thechairshot.com, the unstoppable one, Mr. Greg DeMarco. Yes, you are. As always. As Where always, I, I mean, like pretty much like there's only been like two or three shows. I haven't, there have been a few. Yeah. That's, there's been yeah, a few that like I was there. There's at least one where I was there, but wasn't there. You weren't. So, yeah. You were there, yeah. but you weren't. So it happens. We, we, it's, 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 there's a magic to it. There's a magic to it. There's magic. Yeah. Yeah. We, we or witchcraft. I'm not quite sure. Um, you know, it's the, the internet, the wonders of the internet. Uh, that really in technology that uh, happens. Um, this is being recorded, of course, uh, for listening on thechairshot.com and also your favorite podcast streaming platform like iTunes, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and much, much more. We are also recording this via video for YouTube, for the Chairshot YouTube page. And uh, a little birdie told me, Greg, that you've been having some uh, beef with YouTube. Yeah, we're not getting along right now. Um, so some of it's related to, to this show, but but some of it's not. Um, as we publish the podcasts, the audio podcasts, we also push them to YouTube 
an audio form. They have the show logo on everything else. And, and it's, it's been a lot more like copyright claims and stuff like that. So you never heard of the phrase Facebook jail where like, yes, you, you yes. have a certain when amount of time when you jail. can't post on Facebook. Yeah. Um, here in a few days, I'll be able to post back to YouTube again and, and we'll be able to. So you've uh, been in YouTube jail. Kinda. Yeah. So I'll be able to post last week's show and, and this week's show as well. So they will be put up there as soon as YouTube lets me. We are no longer pushing the audio podcast to YouTube because that's really been the biggest source of it. And it's been like shows that are a year plus old where it's been like, oh, copyright claim Random. on this. And I'm like, where have you been? Like, like, what have you had to do? It's been COVID. Granted, everybody's been watching YouTube because it's been COVID. So, um, so yeah. So, so that's being rectified. If you want to listen to the shows, you got to listen on any of those streaming platforms that Miranda just read off. If you want to watch, then definitely watch on YouTube. This week's show and last week's show will be up there probably by the end of the week. Uh, you listen to this on Thursday. So as we get through the weekend, I should have that. Uh, everything should be restored. We should be good to go. All right. Well, yeah. you can't fight enough. a if conglomerate. You-, you can't fight a Google, which owns YouTube. You just kind of have to do whatever they say. Wait it out and either leave or do your thing. So we'll be doing our thing very shortly. There you go. Well, and if you are watching this, you may notice I'm in a different background today, different part of my house, just trying something new today. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm just going to, you know, try different places to record. Hopefully I get some of this best lighting here. Also, if you are watching this on YouTube, I just want to give a shout out to Reconstruction for the beautiful, beautiful t-shirt that I am wearing today. Uh, They sent this to me a while ago, but this is really a combination of some of my favorite designs. Of course, you have the Dia de los Muertos skull. Um, You have it in the uh, Mexican colors here. And even though I am Puerto Rican, I support Mexico, especially the food that they provide to me. Uh, but also, kid, growing up in the Southwest, uh, I've gone to Mexico many more times than I've ever gone to Puerto Rico. Uh, but shout out to Reconstruction, where you can find them online, um, on Instagram and Facebook. You can also check out their website. Uh, we can, Reconstruction Wear has lots of amazing, beautiful t-shirts um, that just support Puerto Rican heritage, Latino heritage, um, and it's a small independent uh, business, minority-owned business um, that I love just their products. I love their t-shirts. And this one in particular is a very soft, soft style, like literally one of the softest t-shirts that I've ever worn. I love wearing this t-shirt. I wear it frequently. And even my mom complimented me on that, which is very big because my mom does not compliment a lot of the things that I wear, especially anything that she feels is maybe a little too edgy. Um, But a beautiful, beautiful t-shirt by Reconstruction Wear that I am wearing right now. Uh, Go check out them out online. You can purchase t-shirts. They come in a really quick manner and some really cool, awesome designs, including some foil reflective ones that you can purchase. Um, And of course, the the quality is fantastic. Um, So reconstruction wear, find them, buy their t-shirts. But you know, I I can't, I I support all t-shirts that are soft style, of course. And I got to go ahead and promote our T-shirts. So, Greg, can you do me a favor? Just a small favor. Just a little favor. I mean, bitty bitty favor. Okay. First of all, let me let me ask you a question. Okay. 
not even considering the Miranda rights, when you say something like, can you do me a favor? Is that really a question? It's not a, I mean, it can be a question. It is a question. It's a literal question I'm asking. But is it a question The response that, to the question yes. is really what's non-negotiable. I was like, does that even matter? Do I really have a choice? Exactly. And the answer is no. It's time! Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. When you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find over 25 different t-shirt designs in support of the chair but also Impact Zone Wrestling IZW. Some awesome colors that you could choose from. And of course, styles. You can choose sleeveless. You can choose long, long sleeve. You can choose short sleeve, whatever it is. You could choose unisex. You can have fitted, whatever that may be including, yes, you know what I'm going to say, soft style. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and order your shirt today. That includes the one and only queen of soft style t-shirt that is available. Yes, in soft style t-shirts start at $19.99. But again, if you want to upgrade a few extra dollars to soft style, it is going to make a world of difference. Uh, but you can also pick up the OG chair shot logo, multiple always use your head t-shirts, chair shot three. 316 and of course everyone hates greg so so much more including also multiple izw impact zone wrestling t-shirts that is next on my list to collect so there's always t-shirts available at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot so go ahead and get your t-shirt today support the chair shot.com support impact zone wrestling.com you are going to thank yourself that's <laughs> Forward slash the chair shot. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Yes.
I mean, I'm still in love with all the t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com, Reconstruction, where at RCWNation.com. You can also find them, Reconstruction, where that's R-I-C-A-N, Struction, S-T-R-U-C-T-I-O-N, where on social media, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I'm just on a t-shirt high today, just feeling real comfortable today. And uh, I'm also going to be splurging on some t-shirts soon. So just keep an eye out for all of that. Got to wait for that next sale. <laughs> got to wait for the next sale. But you yeah, don't have that's to. true. People listening, you don't have to wait, but you can. I mean, you don't have to wait, but happen. yeah, we anticipate a sale coming up probably for, I don't know, 4th of July in a few weeks coming up. So, you know, if you want to wait, usually uh, ProWrestlingTees.com has a sale during major holidays um, where you get 20% off your entire order. That helps cover taxes and shipping and upgrading your T-shirt to soft style. So if you want to wait, we totally understand. Don't you worry, because once July 4th hits, you know we're going to be hitting you with that promo code. Uh, So... Make sure you keep on listening so that way you know what the promo code is to get your T-shirts. So, so what uh, do you think the promo code is going to be? Pick pick it now. Oh, my gosh. It's super – like it's usually something real short. Freedom. Okay. 2020. I'm just going to go with fourth, like spelled out, F-O-U-R-T-H. <gasps> yeah, that's true. That's what I'm going to go with. We'll find out. Okay. When that rolls around, we will not remember this and we will not. No, we won't remember. I barely remember. You'll be like, use the promo code freedom and you won't even be like, I told you so because you won't remember telling me so. No. You will though. I'm sure you will. That's a month away. I don't think I will. Okay. Uh, You miss an opportunity to be right? I don't know, Greg. I haven't known you forever, but I've known you long enough. You never miss an opportunity to be right. That's true. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see. So tonight's topic is a little bit of an interesting one. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that Greg and I did a review of Army of the Dead starring Dave Bautista. It is a horror action movie. Dave, it's me, Dave. That is a mix of, as Greg calls it, uh, the Italian job, maybe like a zombie Italian job, not zombie Oceans uh, 11. It wasn't. As many people have been calling it. And I get why Vegas, all that, but whatever. We're not going to rehash last week. We're not going to rehash that. But we are going to be on kind of a similar topic because this has been taking the wrestling world by storm. Um, Horror related. And that is the end of Monday Night Raw from this past week with some scenes between Alexa Bliss, her doll, Lily, Lily, and Shayna Baszler. And this seems to be getting a lot of buzz online for multiple reasons, most of them not being that great. But, you know, me as a horror movie, you know, fan, aficionado and pro wrestling fan, I couldn't waste an opportunity to talk about this and give our thoughts about this. And then we're also going to be playing a little bit of a game afterward that's going to put Greg on the hot seat and he's going to flex his creative muscle uh, when I uh, get him to do some creative fantasy booking. Um, of of sorts. So 
But first, let's talk about the end of Raw and this segment, because, I mean, this got a lot of people talking at the end of as the ending of Raw, which I think that was part of the surprise. This is how Raw ended. Um, but we had Alexa Bliss come out to Alexa's Playground, her talk segment, and uh, with Lily. This is the doll that she's had now for quite some time since she has reemerged out of, you know, out of the wings of Right of the fiend, I don't know. Out of the umbrella, I'm not sure. Since so she's branched out, out on her out own, out of the fact that the fiend's not currently wrestling. Yes, uh, she's branched out on her own, and and you know now she has her own playground. She's had Lily, this doll, who's literally been lurking behind the scenes, kind of keeping an eye out on the women's division, and just wants to make friends. That's the first part that should concern you. This doll with skull teeth wants to make friends. No, thank you. And I believe um, this is an actual doll that, like, she had as a kid. So creepy. As a creepy doll. <laughs> you know, the teeth are little skulls. Like, they add, they just skull heads as teeth. Why are you upset? You literally have one on your shirt. Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to have a doll with skull. This is like an artistic representation of skulls. Maybe Lily is as well. The- no, it's her teeth are skulls. I'm sure there's Anyways, a meaning behind it. So Alexa You're the came horror out movie aficionado, not me. I'm just saying. Again, that that's we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so Alexa was was doing her segment with Lily. Um, she was saying how her and Lily just want to make friends. They just want to be friends with everyone. And that's when Shayna Baszler came out to confront Alexa and pretty much called her out saying, no, no, you don't. Uh, you and your psychotic doll have actually caused a lot more problems than uh, solutions. You have, you know, Shayna accused Alexa of, of being the culprit of some accidents that Reginald has had and put the blame of them, of her and um, Naya losing the women's tag team championships on Alexa and Lily. And so, you know, Alexa wants to have bygones be bygones, but that can only happen if Shayna apologizes to Lily, which Shayna, you know, at first seems very hesitant to do, but then ends up grabbing the doll and saying, you know, that she's sorry. She's sorry that this is stupid. She's sorry that it's a waste of time. And I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, essentially you get the point that yes. she's sorry that this this was you know, stupid, and she has nothing to feel sorry for. And that point, Alexa attacks Shayna, uh, and they fall out out of the ring. But then you have Shayna and Lily alone in the ring. Lily's on the floor, helpless, can't do anything, can't go anywhere. And Shayna just stomps her foot right on Lily with a grin, just the camera angle on it, too, kind of slowly as the foot approaches, but you know that she's there uh, to, to stomp on, on Lily. So that happens. And then all of a sudden things start to change. Things get weird. The electricity starts to go out. The Thunderdome, uh, you know, cuts in and out. Alexis music plays in the background, but it's choppy and weird sounding. And, you know, stuff's about to go down. So Shayna just leaves, and as she's leaving, fire comes out of the sides, bursts of flames come out, 
and she runs into the back trying to escape. The doors are locked. She finds out to the outside are locked. She finds a door inside the building to get through and starts to build a barrier. Um, During this time, you can hear the panic in her voice. You know, she's freaking out, saying that this isn't real. This isn't happening. She barricades herself in the room and then finds herself in front of a mirror. And in that mirror, even though she's barricaded, locked up, far away from the ring, who does she see in the reflection of that mirror? None other than Lily. And she freaks out. She turns around to try and confront Lily, but Lily's not there. Lily's not behind her. But she then looks again in the mirror, and once again, Lily's there. She looks again. Lily is nowhere to be found. So she gets so angry, so frustrated, and even scared that she punches the mirror. And still in that broken reflection, she sees Lily. And then the lights go out, a scream happens from Shayna, and that's how we end Monday Night Raw. So before I get into my thoughts, Greg, what... What were your thoughts about this segment and how Raw ended? I'll I'll give you my overall impression before I go into any any backstory, yeah. any perspective on on the whole thing. This is stupid, right? It's it's just dumb. <laughs> it's 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 stupid. It's it's you know the baddest woman on the planet was Ronda Rousey, but really the baddest woman on the planet, Shanna Baszler. Right. So you have the baddest woman on the planet feuding with a doll, really feuding with Alexa Bliss, but feuding with a doll, afraid of a doll, afraid of all of this. And so, so on the surface, so I'm, I'm, I'm prefacing it with on the surface, this is dumb as shit. It really, really mm-hmm. is dumb as shit on the surface. And that's yeah. where I'm going to leave it for now. For now. Yeah. So I guess on, on an initial glance, when I first watched it, because I didn't watch it live, I watched it afterwards, really because of all the hype online. I could see why there were so many people thinking that this was stupid, because it, it it was. Now, I, I credit Alexa Bliss in this role has been my favorite Alexa Bliss. I think her acting in this has been really well. You know, I'm still on the fence about this addition of Lily as a doll, because I still don't have really un- any context as to what lily adds to alexa and what lily is meant to do got a little bit of insight of you know almost the paranormal and spooky of she's there but she's not and how she is you know scaring really one of the toughest women you have one of the toughest people you have in the entire company when you look at Shayna baszler like she is tough as nails and so if this doll is so you know scaring her who else could it scare but it also is really, I mean, Shayna's acting in this too is very hard. Like this, this brings it down to like B-level movie, horror movie type of role. Like it's very hard to process and watch someone as they really try to pretend to be scared. And I feel like that I just so, it makes it so hard to believe. It makes it so hard to watch. And it, in a way, yeah, it kind of undermines the badassness that Shayna Baszler has built over the years that she's been with the WWE. And, you know, we understand this is raw. It's entertainment, very different than the way that you see her on NXT, but it, it was silly and, and pretty strange and, and 
you know, so many S's. Um, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it, it did, I think, kind of undermine, you know, the credibility of, of Shayna Baszler as well. But let's go, let's then kind of dig deeper into this because we know at the end of the day, WWE is World Wrestling Entertainment. And so they have a big, big focus on entertainment. Do you think really at the end of the day, this is as detrimental as the WWE fan base is projecting it to be? I mean, some people are saying it's one of the worst hist- worst segments in, in Raw history, that they're pushing Shayna, you know, years back, that, you know, this was a, a dumb way to end Monday Night Raw. Let's look at it kind of in, in a different picture. Is has, has this set Monday Night Raw back 10 years? No. No, absolutely not. Not not at all. Okay, first of all, you said it, it's World Wrestling Entertainment. It, there's a reason why we call it the E, because that's the most yeah. important letter in WWE. It's not wrestling. I'm sorry. It's just not. Again, not I, anymore. Said, no, really, not, it not hasn't, hasn't been, been about wrestling in really, quite some time. Really long time. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Know what you're watching and stop trying to turn what you're watching into something else. Just mm-hmm. go watch something else. Yeah. Then, then, and you know, when it's a topic that we've planned for the future, we do watch something else, and that's fine. Um, but when you tune into Raw, you should expect entertainment or, or things that are designed under the genre of entertainment. But what I want to talk about is Shayna Baszler, and does this set her character back? Okay, for damn near three years, Shayna Baszler was unstoppable on NXT. She came in. And number 30 in the Royal Rumble. She didn't win. Probably should have. But Charlotte Flair did. And and then went on a tear and lost to Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 36. Probably shouldn't have. And has still been portrayed as this legitimate badass on Raw. Uh, and ever since all this took place. But here's the thing. You can't be this unstoppable badass monster forever. You just can't. You need to at some point either go away or do something different. And in a lot of ways, she's probably going to go away so she can come back as as the badass. Shayna Baszler, probably on SmackDown after the draft takes place in August, sometime between August and October, whenever they actually choose to do this. And you just can't it's, – it's like Samoa Joe. Everybody wanted Samoa Joe to be nothing but an ass kicker his entire career in WWE. And you just can't do it. It's weirdly episodic television. Eventually, the character gets old. There's only one Undertaker, okay, where you could actually be the Undertaker each and every week for years upon years upon years. And even he eventually had to lose and 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 be pushed down a little bit and 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 fall underneath somebody else uh, at different times in his career. Shayna Baszler's gonna be fine. Shayna Baszler's gonna be a okay, and this is an opportunity for her to do something different. Showcase her uh, skills because you talked about the terrible acting that's involved in this, and and we'll talk about the acting in, in a minute. But I want to stay focused on Shayna Baszler right now. Shayna Baszler will be a okay. She'll probably the logical thing says that Shayna overcomes and beats the crap out of Alexa. She probably loses in the end and disappears until she shows up on SmackDown or comes yeah. back a few months later with a rejuvenated character. Because um, it's going to become LOL, Alexa wins eventually. Like it's just going. Yes, to, no, I, you know, I absolutely I agree. I, it, I, they're booking this as as so that Alexa wins. So and you also got to realize, know. and this is just a quick, quick topic, quick, quick thing, because I still want to hear your thoughts about Shayna Baszler. Alexa Bliss in all of this is positioned 
in the babyface hero role. Mm-hmm. Just let that sink in. She's not the bad guy. No, she's not. It may be creepy. It may be weird, but she's not the bad guy in this. Shayna is the one who stepped on Lily. Shayna is the one who started. And if you think about it, okay, go back and watch an 80s. Go back and watch like a movie produced in the 80s. That's about the 60s or 70s. Okay. What does the bully look like? Slick back hair, leather jacket. What does Shayna Baszler look like? Yeah, archetype. Slick back hair, archetype. leather yeah. jacket. Shayna Baszler is a bully. And the bully is actually getting bullied right now and she's getting hers. This is the bully mm-hmm. getting their comeuppance. No one's going to see it as that because yeah. of the creepy nature. And, well, and, and whenever and we see some... things that are dark and creepy, we think it's evil and heal when it's not. Yeah. Well, there's even some good representation to it when you look at the, the, the background of Alexa's playground. You know, that whole setup is a playground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have a bully, when does that tend to happen? Or it what are the stories the about bullying? It happens on the playground. So there's definitely layers to it that if you take a minute to process, it, it makes sense. But I think it's hard when you, you know, again, there's it gets overshadowed by, I think, you know, some fans who have the concern about what this does for Shayna. You're absolutely right about where they missed the mark on multiple points. She should have won the Royal Rumble. She should have won, you know, money in the bank. Yeah. Um, there were so many missed opportunities, but there's not much anyone can do about it now Let's except focus on last year's um, money in the bank doesn't count. Yes, it led to the <laughs> Miz being world champion, but he didn't even win. I don't even know if he was in that money in the bank ladder match. Otis won the damn thing. Remember Otis? I'm shocked Otis wasn't yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. in the past few weeks. So yes. But even then one. it could have counted. If if Shayna would have won, and again, we're not gonna I'm not gonna rehash it. I'm not gonna rehash it because can't go back and change the past. I was going to say, it would have on the won. roof of the building. Like, I, I people mean, got I mean, tossed I, I, off I, the roof and died and came back. Like, <laughs> continuity, storyline continuity. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, I do. Uh, we got Frozen Miranda. Frozen Miranda on your screen. Frozen Miranda in your earballs. And uh, she'll come back here in a second. But. Um, and I do want to hear her thoughts on what's going on with Shayna Baszler and, and how this is all going to affect Shayna Baszler. Oh, she's back. We missed you. Back. Yes. So I'm of. back. Real quick, too. So my little view uh, just turned to. Yep. Nope. Still not back. Miranda Morales is frozen once again. She's going to be real mad. You should have seen the frozen Miranda that took place during... Oh, now it's just me. So if you see some graphics on your screen where they shouldn't be because the current picture is just me, I apologize. I'm not going to fix it. I'm not going to edit it. So you'll have to deal with that. Miranda will join in sooner rather than later, and and we we will get her back. But the thing that... And I guess I'll go into this a little bit more. We'll get back to Miranda's thoughts on Shayna Baszler and all this is I've talked about pro wrestling and what it is, right? What it is to wrestling fans, to television companies, and and all of that and where it's at. And this is a great picture of what pro wrestling is used as. I'm going to table that thought now as Miranda has made her triumphant return to her own show. Yes, I'm back. 
Thoughts on, we so, were on your thoughts on Shayna Baszler and all this. Yes, yes, we, we were. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like that if it, you can only go in the past so much, you can't really rehash that, but she is in a very high profile feud right now. The traction that this has got, whether it's people hate watching it or liking it has gotten a lot of visibility and a lot of attention. And at the end of the day, that's what keeps you relevant. Now, you know, it's not just about wrestling ability. It's about how you capture people's attention, what people want to keep on watching. And I feel like even if this was so bad, it's good people are now going to be interested in what happens next. You know, what happened? What, where is this going? What direction is this going to be in? And so, you know, I, I can see a little bit of level of concern because it's kind of corny and you don't have a lot of serious badasses in wrestling, especially females, you know, but at the end of the day, everyone goes through these periods. Everyone goes through a period where their character does maybe something a little corny a little silly, a little stupid. And luckily as wrestling fans, we have short memories. And so, you know, I think that there's always a way to come back from this. Um, And I do feel like there is going to be a a population of fans who are going to be watching Raw next week just to see what happens next in this saga. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think that this segment does the job of keeping people's attention. But of course, when you look at the quality of it and maybe the execution of it, I understand that it wasn't the best and it was definitely a little cheesy, a little corny. But again, when you think about horror, that is one of the genres that sometimes work best when it's corny, when it's silly. Like you can do that and people remember it. And I promise you, people are going to remember this segment one way or another um, as both a turning point, you know, point for Alexa Bliss and, and Lily and this, you know, iteration of her character, but also something very different for Shayna Baszler. And that's what you need in longevity wise is to show range. You know, you can't be one note. And if you have range and you can show that you can do more, not just in the ring, but outside of the ring, you've all automatically added years to your career. And that's an important element for WWE. We know that she can wrestle. We know that she could be a badass. But what is she like scared? What is she like frightened? What is she like maybe when she feels that she doesn't have control over a situation? What is it? What does she feel like or what does she look like when you don't know how to respond? You can do all of the arm bars and Kimura locks in the world. But what can you do when there's something more of a supernatural element? How do you address that? How do you attack that? I don't, who knows? And maybe that's what we see with, with Shayna through the progression of this story. And isn't that the best, like, she's the best person to put in that situation because she's the furthest from it. She's the biggest, most opposite of it, right? If you put Natalia in the situation, she'd be over the top and corny. If you put Nia Jackson's situation, well, it wouldn't make any sense because you know that her and Alexa are best friends. But Shayna Baszler is the one that would least likely be in the situation, which is why she's the best one to put in this situation. Um, and, and you're right. Like there's only so much badass Shayna that you can have and you do need to have the ability to do something else. Um, here's where, here's the one place I will say this goes wrong. Okay. okay and, and, that and is. it's not their fault. Actually, I'm gonna hold off on that. Cause there was a point I was going to make when, when you had to disappear, um, is that I've said it before. We said it on chair shot radio a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. 
wrestling is like a second tier content for all of these TV channels, right? That's why it can be moved around the dial. That's why it can be moved around the calendar. And you know it's still going to deliver. It may not deliver the ratings that internet wrestling fans think it should, but from a network perspective, it's still going to deliver. Outside of the Boneyard match, which was an amazingly great production, anything they've done like this has been corny B-level movie stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's I better mean, that you, way. Like yeah, you said it's, a, it's all right. You it's think about the initial way. run of The Undertaker. You know, Undertaker, like circa, you know, early 90s. Like, that was the corniest of the corniest. Paul Bearer, you know, like was the corniest of the corniest. You know, we've seen corny horror movies uh, and and segments throughout wrestling. And that's stuff that we still remember to this day. You know, the Dungeon of Doom. Uh, You know, that was terrible. I'm so glad that we got, when when Shayna Baszler was stepping on Lily, I'm so glad that we got to see it from Lily's perspective and Mm -hmm. from Shayna's perspective. Because that takes you out of the typical cinematography of a wrestling show and into the cinematography of a horror movie or any other kind of production. And I like that. I like when it's separated like that. The same with the backstage stuff. Remember remember when back when wrestling was criticized, whenever backstage things were shown and they were shown as if the camera wasn't there, I used to be a big thing on nitro. Like how do they not know the cameras there now it's accepted and it's commonplace or whatever, but it's and all the backstage stuff at the end of this, which is, you know, probably filmed first, but it, it all, you know, plays into this. And and to me, when you see that, that's your cue to separate that from what you think of and know of as professional yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, just make that separation now because yeah. it ain't the same thing. You're now watching something different. Or that's your signal to change the channel. But wrestling is wrestling for a reason. And that's what this is part of, that, that type of production. I'm going to give Miranda a second to unfreeze. Yet again. Because she's frozen. She's still frozen. She's like Walt Disney frozen at this point. And I know there's a lot of concern that Vince McMahon will be Walt Disney frozen. And will have him forever. And now no, she's no, Supposedly he's not frozen, but... Uh... I don't know. Wow, that didn't last long. It was... The eight seconds you were back were phenomenal. You're going to watch this back and laugh at, at my perspective on it. And now it's just me again. Wow. You guys are stuck, man. I'm sorry. So Miranda will be back to grace you here momentarily. And I met momentarily because she's about to reappear on your screen. And there she is. Magic. Magic, baby. Magic. Of course, the one time we decide to record video and post it, I keep getting kicked off my internet. Um, no, I was going to leave you with this final question as far as what do you hope to see next from this program and even in you know these segments um in particular is there a way that they could make this a a little bit uh better in quality or a little less corny or do they keep on the corny route and just ride this corny wave and you know until the wheels fall off to be 100 percent honest with you first of all i want to make a point if you go to wb.com and you look up their shows they have banners for each show and on the banner for raw you have Bob Lashley, Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Rhea, Ma- or Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Alexa Bliss. She's one of the top six stars on Raw, according to WWE's promotions. So that's not a bad place for Shayna Baszler to be. Okay? I want Correct. to point that out. Now, where do we go from here? I want to answer that question with a hope. Okay? My hope is that 
in terms of how corny this is, in terms of how over the top this is, in terms of how so far outside of the realm of pro wrestling this is, I hope that this is only the beginning. Yes. And that we go so far down that road that it pisses off half of you listening to this right now because you want it to be New Japan or AEW. And, and someday AEW will do this shit. And when they do, I will... Oh, they're kind of pissed they haven't done it already. I yeah, promise I you, they're kind of pissed they haven't done it already. Maybe it's with the Jacksonville Jaguar, that mascot. Like, that's that's who's going to start. He's going to be in a feud. You know this, right? Probably. Like, he's going to be probably his go own over. feud. And, and that'll just be... Someone on the Jacksonville Jaguars has to get over. I'm waiting for that. Like, I'm waiting for that match. Like, at some point, a Jacksonville Jaguar will wrestle somebody in AEW. That's going to happen. It's happened in WWE. It's happened in WCW. It happened in TNA multiple times. It will happen in AEW. It's inevitable. Absolutely inevitable. I hope it's Tim Tebow. I really do. I hope it's Tim Tebow. Eh, I don't know about Tebow. If they kept Minshew, if they kept Garner Minshew, he would have done it. He would have done it. But you can't keep Garner Minshew. Not with Trevor Lawrence around. I still, no, I I mean, still you hope don't, for you Tim don't, Tebow. you don't need, you don't need Gar, you know, you don't need Minshew, but man, did he make it look good for a little bit, you know? But yeah, Garner, Garner Minshew was, if, if they would have kept him, the first person I would have thought of getting Agreed. in that ring. Agreed. Agreed. So what do you want? What do you want to see happen? Well, so I, I agree that I want to see more of this. I feel like being able to do a little bit more psychological warfare with Shayna. I think will be key and it could be, they started off subtle, but then they went from zero to a hundred. And I feel like that too is kind of where they lost some, some people. Um, but I also want to see Shayna get one over. I, uh, and I'm kind of strange and sadistic, you know, fire has been a big element in the fire, uh, fun, uh, the fire fun, mm-hmm. uh, fun house, the fire fly fun house. Say that three times fast. I hope Shayna ends up somehow being able to set Lily on fire and Alexa lose it. Alexa just lose it. Absolutely. And all hell then comes to Shayna. Like, I feel like there's the more damage that she does to Lily, the more Alexa then disconnects with. I mean, she's already disconnected from reality, but the more intense, you know, like that's how you build up. More from this, like, haha, I'm psycho, crazy, great, to like, now you, now, now we started some. Now she's like that dark WrestleMania queen gear, like that. That we trying to see her into that. Absolutely. And I think, and I think too with Shayna, it's, it's, you know, paranoia, it's fear. So Miranda, anyone would get, huh? You froze, but you're back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, being able to display more. Do tell. Who is around behind the shoulders that can't trust anything or anyone. Like when you start your reality starts to bend, you just aren't sure what is happening. You become a completely different person. And I feel like that could Shana could play to very well. I feel like they have to start, you know, adding, not necessarily going from zero to a hundred every time. But slowly, slowly build, like you're saying. 
slowly build. Here's what I want to see since Miranda's frozen again. I love the idea of burning Lily, right? I love the idea of burning Lily. But it's a very WWE thing and a very WWE cliche. I believe Shayna Baylor is going to rip the head off that thing at some point. Like, I do believe Shayna will rip Lily's head off of Lily's body at some point, And that will also send Alexa. Maybe it'll be Lily's burnt head off Lily's burnt body. But I do believe that Shane is going to rip Lily's head off Lily's body at some point. And Ooh, it'll get fixed. It'll get sewn back together. And it'll magically yeah, get and that, and No, and that's the thing. You see all the stitching and that becomes more of the look and element of of Lily. So, yeah. I, again, as a horror movie fan, I think that when you take some of these horror movie archetypes and, and uh, genres and you start playing around with them, that could actually work well in the scene. And that's why I also do think as corny and cheesy as it looks, sometimes that makes horror movies even that much better and that could make this feud that much better um when you add elements to horror supernatural whatever it is um that's the best direction to go in this there's really no other direction that you go into this except the one that they're going into so in the grand scheme of things it helps you understand you know yeah the execution's not the best i mean literally the internet blew up a few weeks ago when you had a zombie lumberjack match we get it but again, it was the corniness. It was, you know, all of the things that that got people's attention that made it as good as it was. So, I, you know, let's keep riding just, this crazy train. To go on what you're saying, I hope this weaves its way throughout the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view in yes. backstage segments. I really do. A, because it'll piss people off, and B, because it makes sense with the story. Makes sense. You may not like the story, not you, but you, the collective fan out there. You may not like the story they're telling, but the fact that the, it, it makes sense within the story that you don't like. It makes sense within mm-hmm. that story that they're telling. I did want to point out one thing amongst one of the many freezes, that the one reason why this is bad, okay, the one thing that makes this bad, and it's not Raw's fault. It's not Alexa Bliss's fault. It's not Shayna Baszler's fault. Because back in October, we had a haunted house of terror match between Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis that blows this the hell away. Which, by the way, had zombies. Including a zombie referee that Cameron Grimes might still be afraid of today. I really hope he is. And that was so much better than this. And that's a I know. It's a lesson, too. Like, you're in the same house. You live in the same house. One room looks like a piece of crap, and the other room looks like, a, you know, a, a beautiful, right. you know, out-of-home-and-lifestyle uh, picture. But a third like, of the people visit the room that looks beautiful compared to the room that looks like crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, just the room that looks like a piece of crap is just nearest, you know, is is, is bigger. And All I'm saying <laughs> is near. if you don't watch NXT out there and you hate this, Go watch NXT. It's the best wrestling show. Oh my God. Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc is literally one of my favorite NXT pay-per-views of all time. It was so good. It really was. So good. But yeah, it does make you wonder a lot that WWE has the resources. You've you've literally done a, a haunted house match in NXT that was executed so well. How is it that you can't replicate that on, you know, Raw? I think that the, 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 payoff to this will be that level of production i but hope the build i hope of production because the build is done in the moment day of that sort of thing but when you actually plan the payoff like the boneyard match like the the haunted house of terror match 
then the production is different. It's no longer a wrestling production. Even though it's obvious that the the Shayna Baszler Alexa Bliss segment was filmed ahead of time. That's why they had those camera angles, like looking down at Lily, looking up at Shayna, things like that. Um, it's still not quite the same as the production that their cinematic match. That's what this has to go, right? This has to go to a cinematic match. If it does not go to a cinematic match, it is a huge misstep. Like, again, go all the way. Finish this off with, you know, we've had the Firefly Funhouse match. We need to have the Alexis Playground match. That's what this has to end up as. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, yeah, there's, there's, that's the only way. But, you know, again, I feel like it's a creative way to utilize, really, too, you think about uh, a, a character for quite some time that's kind of put in a box, and you can do some things with it, but not too much. I mean, very similar to The Undertaker. That's why a lot of, yeah. you know, for a while, his programs were very much on the mystical, paranormal uh, horror side. With Alexa Bliss and her character, there's only so much that you can do. And, and with with it, you kind of have to go in this direction. Um, but you know what? We will wait and see what happens. Of course, we're going to continue to see that and talk about it here on the Hashtag Miranda Show uh, but Greg, why don't you go ahead and pay some bills? This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. So I mentioned earlier that I was going to, you know, do some fantasy booking. And when I say we or I, I really meant, well, Greg is, because that's what's going to happen. I don't know, but this, but um, he's he's a wrestling promoter, independent wrestling promoter out here in, in Arizona. So, yeah. Um, who? I mean, okay, just, first of just, all, if we're going to do that, if, if we're going to keep – Pointing out that Greg's a wrestling promoter, then in in the state of Arizona, I, I'm I'm going to put you in a really bad position actually, because you know you do a lot of these things. Greg's the best wrestling promoter in Arizona. Ah, look at that! Greg's the best. If yes. you're going to continually point out on every program that I'm on that I'm a wrestling promoter, and let's just call a spade a spade, <laughs> I'm the best. IZW is the best. You can't admit it because you work for others. And 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 you want to continue to? <laughs> I need a job. Face answers the question anyway. We all know. I, there's layers of complexity as to why I can't answer this question. <laughs> blink twice if I'm right. I can't blink twice. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it happened. You again. Uh, okay. Okay. Hold on. So, anyways, you indicated the music, but yes, this is a hashtag brand, right? Greg DeMarco, everything you do, say, and do will be held against you on this show in the court of Miranda. And we're going to be doing something. You've kind of done this before, but we're going to keep it within a theme. And I'm going to have you do some fantasy booking uh, of whether it's a movie or a program, however you want to do it. I'll give you some flexibility between a current WWE superstar and a horror movie genre or subgenre. So I will first give you the name of the 
WWE superstar. And I'm actually going to be doing this at random. I have pulled up the WWE app and I have seen all of the stars. So I'm literally just going to scroll through. Oh, darn. She's frozen. Oh, she's back. Now I'm kind of frozen. I'm going to randomly select the WWE superstar. Then I'm going to give you your movie genre. And you are going to have to fantasy book this. Pretty much, uh, you know, you have Alexa Bliss and, and Shayna Baszler with Lily, who is very much in the genre of haunted dolls like Annabelle, Chucky, uh, of the sort. Uh, but so you, there's always a genre. There's always, you know, uh, something there. So we're going to just try and combine two things to see if Greg can do it better. And I'm doing so, it. This is not my subject matter either. But I'm still going to do it. Yeah, exactly. But it's yes, not my subject yes. matter. Yes. So I'm looking at this, looking at this. I'm not actually looking. I'm, I'm scrolling, but I'm not looking. I'm looking at the screen right now so everybody knows that I'm not trying to, to play favorites. And I have landed on ooh, Liv Morgan. I made this kind of easy for you. But next, as far as the genre, I'm going to do... Uh, you know, a classic one like giant monsters. So if you've ever seen Cloverfield or The Mist, uh, you know, anything with a giant monster. So Liv Morgan and giant monsters. I mean, this one is easy and I'm sure we'll do more than one because this one is, is too easy, even for me who doesn't watch a lot of these things and doesn't love these things the way you do. It makes perfect – like Liv Morgan is the perfect character for a giant monster to fall in love with and become enamored with. Like, like the swamp monster thing? Like are the th- I, Again, I don't know. Like I'm probably the best and worst person to write this kind of thing because – Well, I, this is like giant monsters, like super, super big. Like this is not just like a swamp monster. Like this is a huge – like the size of a tower monster. How can – a, a, a creature like that fall in love with Liv Morgan. Have I mean, she's seen, beautiful. Have you Absolutely. ever looked into the eyes of Liv Morgan? That's true. I think okay. she can solve Do it, and you will like see why. Can, no, but honestly, solve. like the whole movie would be around, you know, everybody fearing this and running this and evacuation of cities and all kinds of stuff, right? And Liv would be at the forefront of that, right? She's the, maybe she's leading the charge. Maybe she's secondary to the charge because we don't seem to put women in those roles even though we should. And But at some point, when everything comes to a head, people are going to realize the one thing this monster relents for is Liv Morgan. And that's going to be the crux of the mm-hmm. story. Now, in the end, does Liv have to sacrifice herself? I'm going to say no. Because I don't think she should at all. I think Liv may no, not even again, save the, the world. the in final fact, girl. She, she's the last one. Maybe everyone else dies. Oh, the final girl. You know? Here we go again with the final, the final girl. The final girl. I'm telling you. Well, she would be way better than Kate. Just, just, just throwing that out oh, there. Yeah. Like, I hate please, Kate so much. a million times better. I hope that this. I, well, I'm writing it. I mean, I hope, right? I yeah. would write this as such that in the end, the only reason that Liv saves the world or saves the city from this monster is because she actually goes off with the monster, oh. willingly. And so there's purposely. a little bit of element of sacrificing herself. Like she has Not to really, with the monster because she actually likes this and this is where she wants to be. Oh, and then we have a sequel. runs away with the monster. And then we have a sequel built in. What's the sequel? Liv brings the monster back. Because but she why realizes, is the monster coming back? What's that? Why is the monster coming back? Because Liv brings the monster back because Liv saved this city. Liv saved everybody. 
and then realized a year, two years down the road, they didn't give a shit that she was gone. Ah, uh, she turns heel. So heel now turn. it's revenge time. Now she is scorned. And she's bringing this monster back to wreak havoc upon everybody. See, I tend I to turn these into action movies. That's just what I'm going to do. Yes. Sorry, not sorry. The heel turn. Yeah, so the sequel is more action than horror. Unless then he kills a bunch of people. Right. Then that that's okay. There you go. Hey, that that was a lot better than I expected for your first round. So let's see if we can uh, toughen things up. Let's see if we can get things to be a little bit more challenging with. (laughs) I have landed on Matt Camp. Okay. And you know Matt Camp? Yes. Yes, Matt Camp. This is actually going to be great. Yes. And you'll see why. At least it'll be great for me. I don't know if it'll be great for anybody else. It'll be great for me. This will take you back to NXT TakeOver 2019. Okay. Uh, We are going to do... Ooh, this is hard because there's some good ones in here. But uh, we're going to go into another genre. We're going to go to the paranormal. And we're going to do witches in the occult. So things like the conjuring and the witch. Witches in the occult. Okay, so this is perfect. No, go possession. Possession's a whole other category. Okay. So just wanted to tell you, possession's a whole other category. It's good so that don't... you said something because yes. I don't know this like you know this. Yes. I've given this caveat 14 times. but So Matt Camp, for those of you who don't know, is one of the hosts of WWE's The Bump. Yes. Thinking back to your history with Greg DeMarco, way back to the first few months of your history with Greg DeMarco, who else might be on that show that I might have a secret, I don't know, infatuation level interest in? Yeah, it's that's one Caleb Braxton. That's one Caleb Braxton. The unsung hero of WWE's media productions. Indeed, is one Caleb Braxton. Even though Matt Camp is the person you picked, this truly becomes Caleb Braxton. Oh, come on. You can't do that. You can't do that. This is about... It Matt is. Camp is it the is about star. Matt Camp. But see, Matt Camp can do nothing but play it straight. Like he's not a character. He doesn't have that that big personality. He he can still be the over the top goofball that he is on the bump. The few times that I've seen it, but it's it's which you'd think after what I just revealed about Caleb Braxton, I'd watch it every week, but I don't. Um, but Matt Camp is on the bump with pretty much the perfect witch to be involved in this, and that's Caleb Braxton. Now, she wouldn't be the witch early on. She'd be involved in all this. She'd be spooked out too. Maybe some of the guests would be involved. Who knows? But at the end of the day, she's a witch. Caitlin Braxton is one of the witches. And I, it's funny that, that we do. I actually have a bucket list item of writing a movie, believe it or not. Like, like you know I have the bucket list item of writing a book. And I've already yes. mapped out the chapters of said book. We've talked about that. But... I have a bucket list item of writing the movie and the crux of my movie, and I probably shouldn't reveal this, but I will, is that at the end of this movie, the bad guys win. Bad guys win. Like I I might even call it bad guys win. Like I've thought about that as I think Mm. about this movie. And to me, with Caleb Braxton being the bad guy, and I kind of had the bad guys win in the first um, option that we gave as well. Matt Camp and the bump is a great way to do it because it's presented on social media. Sometimes they're in different places. Sometimes they're together. There's lots of ways for Matt Camp and all this witchcraftery to happen to him and around him. Witchcraftery. 
Yeah, I just made up a word. That's what we do here yes. on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. But Kayla Braxton is 100% a witch at the end of this and 100% probably does so something. what happens to Whether Matt, he like, messes with, with Matt. How, how does Matt tie into this if Kayla's the witch and wins? But I don't know what winning means. Maybe I don't know enough about witch and and um and the occult type movies. But does that mean she turns him? Does that mean she sacrifices him? I mean, usually witches, you know, one, they're trying to keep a low profile. So unless they're trying to be found, you know, sometimes they want to sacrifice people to help gain more power. Sometimes they use them as, you know, they can kind of enslave them. Um, They, I mean, they could do a lot of things. It it just kind of depends. You're right on, on the witch itself. Most of the time, especially for men, you know, they want to sacrifice and they need something from them in order to stay strong, youthful, you know, powerful, whatever it is. Well, that's exactly what Caleb Braxton does. 100%. And Matt Camp is just kind of the the poor sucker who's yes. just trying to survive. And and there'll be hope spots. You will think he will survive, yeah. but in the end, I don't think he does. Because uh, uh. again, I'm booking the sequels. Uh, I'm booking yes. a sequel here. So. Oh, all of these have sequels. That's they also good. <laughs> all right, let's do one more. We're going to go deep. Again, these are at random, at random. So I don't know who, I'm not even looking as this is happening. But I have landed on NXT North American champion Bronson Reed. And this time we're going to go into another genre. That's too easy. Uh, I was going to say cannibalism, but that's, that's is almost like setting it out because he's a big dude. And I'm not here to body shame anybody. Oh, I would have um, body shamed him. I love Bronson. No, well, no, I know. I just not, not body shamed him. Like it just, it's just too easy to talk to someone of his stature and size in a cannibal movie. I just can't do that. Um, we're going to go with a, ooh, uh, backwoods. Slash redneck genre. This is under the killer. It's a sub genre of killer. So think about Wrong Turn and Wolf Creek. You know, people are hanging out in, you know, a cabin. Uh, and all of a sudden, as they're trying to have a good time, they are being attacked by someone in the woods. Um, usually someone who resides there. But again, backwoods and redneck killer genre. So see, when a movie like this begins, Bronson Reed is the friend. He's not the main – you don't think he's the main character in the beginning? He's like somebody's friend because he's too big. He's, he's the funny big guy whatever. But if you're if we're backwoods and, and I picture like West Virginia, you know, there's a lake obviously because mm-hmm. there has to be a lake. And, and I don't know what kind of killer it is. Like I, they're all cliche, right? So if I'm thinking chainsaw, if I'm thinking, you know, machete, whatever, it's all been done a million times over. But – Whoever Bronson Reed is friends with gets killed early in the movie. And that causes Bronson Reed to really be the, the, the pivotal character. The big difference between this movie and the other two movies you've had me put together is Bronson Reed's going to win this one in the end. Like Bronson Reed is going to kill the killer. There'll be lots of bloodshed along the way. There'll be lots of people who, who, who don't make it. But in the end, Bronson Reed is going to make it. Bronson Reed will stand tall and will kill the killer. Maybe he takes on the killer identity in the future films, and that's how he comes back because he could play that role easily. Look at the guy. But 
in the end of the day, Bronson Reed is going to win this and Bronson Reed is going to stand tall in this killer genre of movie. So there you have it. My third and probably final of this activity. Bronson Reed stands tall. So Miranda has disappeared yet again, as you can see. She has been dealing with some technical issues and 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 it doesn't look like I'll have to wrap it up without her because it looks like she's she's on her way back. I see her name on the screen. We don't see her face, but we do see her name. I don't even know if she can hear me. I can hear you. Okay. So I don't know if you heard Miranda, but Bronson Reed actually wins out in this one. Yes, you did tell me that he wins out. How does he win out? How does he, you know, survive the cycle killer of a back, you know, woods? I would think it'd be uh, a, a combination you know, of outsmarting and just brute strength. Brute strength. Over, like he'd outsmart him to get in the position, but then he's probably tearing him limb for limb or ripping his head off or... But this I did killer say, has no idea what they're getting into with right. Bronson Reed, with NXT North American champion exactly. Bronson Reed. And not only that, but I did Does, say, and you might have been gone for this part, you might have been back, I don't know. I think Bronson Reed ends up becoming a killer because of this. And so in future movies, he's now, he takes on the persona of whatever this killer was. Mm-hmm. And then you got true. a franchise. That's happened. Then you got a franchise. That's like pretty much the Saw franchise too. It's like people who almost get killed by, by you know the Saw, uh, the Jigsaw killer end up becoming right part of the Jigsaw puzzle. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, well, hey, for someone who is not super familiar with horror movie genres, I think you did a pretty good job of booking Liv Morgan, Matt Camp, and NXT North American Champion Bronson. You know something? Because most horror movies don't just have one singular person. You could put those three together. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that's one thing, too, about horror movie archetypes. You usually have, you know, a group of people and they all have, you know, a certain need. You have the jock or the strong guy. You have the nerd, um, you you know, or the smart guy. You have the partier, the stoner. You have, you know, the crazy wild one party animal. And then you have kind of the innocent person. Um, and I'm using different terminology, but everybody kind of knows, you know, the other types of words for it. But yeah, I mean, that's, you could absolutely put them in. So say if we have, uh, you know, maybe Liv Morgan as kind of maybe the innocent one. You have Matt Camp as maybe the nerd and Bronson Reed as the athlete. We have two more people we would need to fill. So we would need uh, the party animal, I think, or just one person. Or the smart guy. Okay. Or no, no, no. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, let's go with that. Because I just, because I said Matt Camp was already the smart one. Eh, I don't view him as the smart one, though. I don't know. So the you know who I would book, put yeah. in as the party animal? It's not who you would originally yes. think, but I think he'd make a great party animal. AJ Styles. Oh yeah, be a and and, and AJ knows how to party. Every time you were scrolling, I really was hoping this would land on AJ Styles, and it just never. Did. I, you know, I was willing for something. Well, you know, people a little bit more umph, but that's part of the randomness of it this. Is. You it know, is part of the randomness for the really smart person. <sighs> no, I want to somehow involve Corey Graves, but this isn't worried. Sammy Zayn. Well, I was thinking. Sammy Zayn would be good. I kind of think too. Seeing going more on the corny side, Byron uh, Byron, Saxon. Byron Saxon. He would. I think his expressions, um, kind of, kind of a little bit more. Like, because there's always someone who like 
obvious signs that you know someone's behind them or something's happening. And I think just Byron in general does that as a character. Oh, absolutely, he would be agreed. Zayn would be a funny addition to have. WB can make movies like make this happen. Yeah, I mean, you have enough people. You could definitely just go into the genre of horror. They've done it before. You no, know, see no evil and see no evil too. But I think if you use your wrestlers too as part of that, you know, oh, yeah. rollout, and you know, someone as as and maybe someone else as the killer, not even someone in WWE, that could be fun too. You already have though two people who are already giving me serial killer vibes all day is Randy Orton and Dexter Loomis. Like serial killer vibes all day. Randy's a little bit more subliminal, yeah. uh, but you know he's just crazy because he, you know, like arcadoed everyone. You know, he hasn't arcadoed a child yet, but I'm sure that's on the to do list. Um, but man, woman, child doesn't matter. Old, well, at young. this point, Nicholas is 16, so it's coming. Yeah, legal consent, legal consent from his parents. Uh, maybe in some states. Maybe at 16, you can get RKO'd um, without yeah. parental consent. We'll have to look. We'll have our legal team look that up. Um, and then, yeah, Dexter Loomis, it just his his essence uh, in general does not talk. His eyes are usually out of his face. All of that. I know well, I saw that does House of Terror match works so well. Yeah, and he was part of that too. But now also he's going in like a, a love triangle direction too, which yeah. I don't know how they do it. NXT just continues to do it better. That's they the really lesson. Do. If anything that you've learned this week is NXT just happens to do it better. So many so Eo Shirai showed back up on NXT tonight, Tuesday when we record this. Yes. And everybody's like, they should have called her up, and I'm like, No, no, they shouldn't have. No. 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 I'm glad they didn't call Adam. I'm glad Adam Cole's still in the NXT. I'm glad. Oh man, the day the day Adam Cole goes to Raw or SmackDown, we're gonna need to have a session with Greg. We it's are. gonna be a Absolutely. rough day. Even if he turns out to be a huge success, just the shock of the move, the shock to my system, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Uh, I'm gonna okay. need some help. That and that will be a funny gentlemen. episode of the show. But I will yes. need an intervention. And and I will need to be snapped out of whatever state that puts me in because it's not going to be good. It's oh, not well, going to be good. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Thank you all so much for listening and joining to this or listening and viewing this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Apologize for all the technical difficulties you guys had to go through. Uh, but, you know, hey, we're doing it live. So what can you do? Uh, you can find me, Miranda Morales, at the Hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter. Uh, but you can find Greg at the chair shot Greg or no, just I chair shot, shot Greg. Greg. No, the, yes. Yeah. No, the, sorry. That's just, I just blended mine with his at chair shot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also follow the chair shot.com at chair shot media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, don't forget to go to the chair your source for sports entertainment and sports entertainment. The chair Always use your head. You can, of course, listen to this show and many others from the ChairShot Radio Network at thechairshot.com, but also your favorite podcast streaming platform like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, iHeart.
So many more. Yeah. I'm just filling in the blanks when you freeze. Oh, see, I don't know when I freeze. I know. So, see, I oh, know man. Well, anyways, we got through this episode, but we'll get through much, much more. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you had a good time listening and viewing. Let us know your thoughts on, you know, Is this something that you're keeping an open mind to? Are you completely shut off and don't want to see it anymore? Let us know your thoughts. And I'm interested in knowing who you would book in a horror movie. What is your favorite WWE superstar and maybe your favorite horror movie genre or subgenre? Go ahead and give us some suggestions and I may make Greg fantasy them again. Probably. He's so damn good at it. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, it's a challenge accepted because you don't really have a choice because no, it's my I show. Don't. So thank you again so much for listening to this week's hashtag Miranda show. We will be back. So make sure you stay tuned and don't forget to always keep it soft style. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.